Cross Talk, where we talk all things Holy Cross. I am Danielle Atzinger Wiegand, the president of Holy Cross, and we're back. I know we've taken a little bit of rest over the holidays, and we're back in full swing with Cross Talk. Today's episode is brought to you by Element Heating and Cooling. I'm really excited. Today, we have four guests. So we, got, we have had to take a pause, but now we've got a lot of people back for our podcast. So today, we have two of our staff members. We have Miss Cameron Bowling and Mr. Damon Smith. And they're going to talk a little bit to us about some awesome things that are happening at Holy Cross. So welcome, guys. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Good to see us. you all. Good to see you all. Well, Miss um, Bowling, you're relatively new to the Holy Cross staff, but you're not new to Holy Cross. So why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your background, um, kind of your connection to Holy Cross, but also kind of what you're currently doing as you serve on staff now. For sure. So I am a Holy Cross graduate, proud alum, and now I'm back on staff teaching and I teach Freshman Academy and Sophomore Stream. I am the coordinator for that. And I chose to come back because Holy Cross gave me so much as a student, and I can only hope to give my students that same experience that I had, if not, you know, a better one now that we have grown. So, yeah, love it here. Awesome. So uh, one of the things, uh, Miss Bowling, that you have been um, a part of is this new expansion of our Holy Cross Board of Directors. And that is the Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee of the Board, which is um, new to the Board of Directors Committee lineup. And in the, the DEI committee, um, one of the things that we have been talking about is how do we help our students have a better understanding of different cultures um, and a building up a better understanding of what is equity, um, what is, uh, how do we celebrate diversity. And you've done that through a curriculum that you've implemented uh, that's kind of an all-around cultural understanding. So can you tell us a little bit about what that curriculum looks like? Of course. It's something that I think we're really proud of that we've started to establish here. It has taken a lot of time to build, but I think it has been very well received by the students. So basically what the cultural understanding you know, curriculum is is a way for students to foster a deeper understanding, like you said, of different cultures, but also gain empathy for them as well. Um, connect with other people that they might not connect with on a daily basis, see the importance of intersectionality within life. And what that basically means is knowing that there's so many different layers to people and peeling back those layers, layer after layer is just so important to do and not just judge someone by, you know, an interest that they have or the color of their skin or, you know, a group that they may be a part of. There's so many different factors to human being. And I think what we want to do here at Holy Cross is teach students that empathy is important to have, but also having a understanding heart is very important. And relationships are single-handedly the most important thing you have in your life. And so why block yourself off from them and to other people just because of one aspect about them? So yeah, just teaching them to enrich themselves in cultures and deeper, and deeper understandings of all things. Yeah. It's so needed in today's world, and, and I think uh, I've really enjoyed watching the kids interact with this kind of curriculum, and this curriculum really was driven from students. Yeah, you know, was. I know that uh, we gathered, you know, students around a table and started the conversation last year about how can we get better at this, and they really helped guide that, that curriculum. And speaking of students, now we have a student group that's yeah. really focused on all things diversity, equity, and inclusion, and really are the voice of the students as we do this. So tell us a bit about that student group. Yeah, I'm very proud, not just of, you know, the conversations that we're having in the classroom, but that student group. I know it's a lot of extra work, you know, and it's also, it can be very heart, you know, heartwhelming conversations to have, especially with some of your 
teachers. And so we do, we get together pretty frequently and we talk about different things that are happening within the school. We talk about, you know, just different aspects of what is happening in the world. And we try to put them in a classroom type of environment. So they really do help me with building the curriculum as far as what is needed. Um, They're the voice for the students. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just been great hearing them one, share their perspectives about things and be so proud to do that and open. But it's also been amazing to see them grow within their perspectives as well. A lot of their perspectives have shifted Mm -hmm. as we've had conversations. And I think that's the best part about it is watching them grow for sure. And watching our school grow because of them. It's like, they're the, they're the front, you know, runners of this. I just kind of put the agendas together and Mm -hmm. facilitate the conversations. And they're the ones that are on the ground kind of making it happen. for sure. I mean, there's a, there's an authenticity to curriculum when it's driven by students yes. themselves and I think they the buy-in on it is much better so um so Mr. Smith <laughs> yes ma'am you're new to the Holy Cross community as well very yes, new to the community yes, and new. we're happy to have you um tell everyone a little bit about the role that you're serving in and uh what what's your impressions initial impressions of the yeah. Holy Cross community um so I have two roles uh I'm gonna be having with the internship well I am having with the internship and also uh admissions um, both are uh, definitely uh, different. Uh, admissions is amazing. You get to meet a lot of good families, uh, a lot of smiling faces uh, every time they come in the shadow. And then the internship uh, is something as a as a parent. You know, I have my son coming here next year. Um, that was the the highlight of what I really thought about Holy Cross. When it comes to that, my son gets to do something that he loves early. Uh, before he leaves high school. So uh, no other school does that. So uh, I'm looking forward to his experience with that. So that's what I love about the internship. So yeah. that's what I'm doing. Okay. So what's your initial impressions of Holy Cross? Uh, it's it's a family base. And I, I always, um, I am a family guy to heart. Uh, my my whole family is extremely close. My mom, my brothers and sisters, we, we are all close. Uh, my sister just moved away to Las Vegas, uh, that was a hard, hard time on our family because we're so, so close. Yeah. Um, so that's what I feel here. Uh, my son, I want him to be a part of a small uh, community uh, when it comes to school. Uh, you, I think you build a lot of good relationships from that. Um, so that's what I get out of the school here. I feel like there's a lot of good people here, a lot of good um, uh, family-oriented people. So, um you know, that's what I feel from here. Awesome. Well, not only it's family because your wife is a teacher here yes. too. So it yes. is a huge yes. family yes. affair yes. So for you all we're here. We're all going to be here uh, in, yeah. in the next four years. So I have a youngest one too, Tegan yeah. Smith. So he'll be here in a couple of years yeah. as well. So the yes. Smith family I mean, is definitely all, all in. So uh, you heard Miss Bowling talk a little bit about, and I know we're, you know, again, being new about a student diversity group mm-hmm. and diversity, equity, inclusion. And um, let me hear your thoughts. Just why, you know, how, why are student groups like that important for schools? It's extremely important to, uh, to know the history. Sometimes when you read uh, books on people, that's not the true story of them. Uh, so just deep and digger, uh, d- um, digging deeper into who that person was, you may find something different. Uh, just hearing people's stories. Um, I know we're going to have a speaker we're going to talk about later. Uh, just, just wait till they hear his story. Like just hearing where he's come from and what he's been through, uh, myself as a as a black man, just uh, having to go through certain things to overcome uh, adversity. Uh, so um, sometimes the books don't tell the full story. Uh, so 
just giving young um, young adolescents that tool to say, hey, read this a little deeper because you may have this picture of this person, like Miss um, Bolin said, but there may be a bigger picture. You may be upset that this person for one reason, but maybe that person did something that you didn't know, and you, you could say, oh, man, I didn't know that about that person. Yeah. Um, so that's why it's extremely important. Awesome. So, you know, uh, we've talked a little bit about the student group, you know, how important the student group is, and really the student group has really set the stage and created the agenda and the calendar for us celebrating Black History Month. So, Ms. Bowling, tell us a little bit about what that looks like and, and what the kids came up with. Yeah, so they were really adamant this year about doing something different. Like, let's let's make it unique. Let's make it a celebration. And so we kind of segmented it into four different weeks. And I'll just tell you kind of the things that have cultivated from those four weeks. So we came up with a library. So I asked a lot of the teachers around the building to give me any books that you have that are written by a black author or that have a black protagonist in them. And we made a little library in the hallway in the main entrance. And so we've had some people check out some books and I'm getting good feedback on that one. We, they helped me create a bulletin board in the cafeteria of all black owned businesses within Louisville. So we just pinned them on the map and, you know, we made little QR codes, shout out to our marketing team. Thank you so much for helping us with that. <laughs> it looks amazing. So, um, with little QR codes to scan further to check out their businesses. And they've already said that there's a lot of businesses that they would have never heard of. And so, you know, getting them out there, getting them on the map and, uh, we even have a couple business owners within the building that are, you know, family of ours. So that's been really cool. We did a segment in our talent show. To, I guess I could have started with that. But we did a segment in our talent show where our English department helped. Uh, they're reading Langston Hughes poetry right now. So they had a little kickoff for us where the kids made poems about what Black History Month means to them and why it's important to them. And that went great. Uh, we made a PowerPoint and in the hallway about HBCUs, so historically black colleges and universities. And we listed all those out and some fun facts about them. And not many students knew what that was. So I think our what I'm trying to get at is our main focus is educating. You know, it's like educating them about these things and, and sparking new interest within these students. And I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple things, but uh, it's we're just really excited about this month. We also... Uh, one other thing, we're reading African Proverbs on the announcements, and this was actually Damon's idea because he was actually helping us with, like, with me, with the students on coming up with all of this, and something he said he did that was really impressionable when he was in middle school was that over the announcements, they would read something that was created by a black creator, and they had to try to go without that for a couple days, and I think it just really, that I loved that idea as soon as he brought it up because you don't really understand like how influential, you know, some people are just in, in the world and what they come up with. And so trying to go without some of these things for a day will help you appreciate mm -hmm. like, wow, that person really made a great addition to our society. And um, yeah, it's just been great. And it's been great seeing the students around the building being so passionate about coming up with these, you know, and these projects and just playing out yeah. and playing out. It's been great. Yeah. And I, I just, I really kudos to you all and the group coming up with such creative ideas. And one of the things that's going to kind of help us wrap up Black History Month is we have a, an assembly that we're doing. Mm -hmm. And um, Mr. Robert Gunn is going to come and who is uh, a former um, uh, colleague of mine. We got our principalship together at yes. Bellarmine University. And and I know um, he now works for the Metro United Way and has done a lot of amazing things. And 
he's going to come and talk to our students. I know Mr. Smith, he's a friend of yours as well. And why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of what Mr. Gunn's going to bring to the kids? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, so I met Mr. Gunn in um, 2005, I believe, uh, um, Conway Middle School. Um, became really good friends. He was actually in my wedding, <laughs> my best my best man at my wedding. Uh, we became really close friends. So um, he... Um, <clears throat> Had it had it tough. Had a teacher tell him that he wasn't going to make it. Uh, he wasn't going to amount to anything. Um, his he he holds and he'll. I don't want to give too much up because he's probably going to say some things. Yeah. But he holds a report card. He keeps every report card that he had from that teacher, and what that teacher said on the card to him. She actually wrote it. Um, so that kind of fueled him when he was younger to um, to strive for greatness. Um, he always his motto is it's a great day to be alive. So. Um, so he brings a lot of energy. Um, he is about the kids. Uh, he's always about helping uh, the next person. Um, I, I I got a call that he was gonna uh, be the principal of um, of the boys' academy, and um, and I was at a school for 19 years, uh, and I thought that was gonna be my home. Uh, the immediate when I got that call, I didn't think twice. Uh, I left with him to open this school. Uh, this now school is about to be built. Uh, they're about to break ground on uh, on the school that he helped found it. So um, we are we are fortunate to have a guy like him in our life. Like I said, I don't want to give away his story mm-hmm. uh, because he's going to do that. But look forward to a a a lot of laughter, uh, a lot of energy, and some crying because mm-hmm. his, his story is is uh, extremely incredible. Yeah. And a lot of challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to leave our kids challenged, challenged correct? And yep. and thinking about um, how you know how they're going to move forward mm-hmm. and how they can overcome challenges yes. in their life. So, well, as always on on crosstalk, we have a guest, and as you can see behind me, if it's the first time you're watching crosstalk, our our set continues to change because with each guest, they bring an item that they feel like really kind of represents them and the Holy Cross spirit. And so I've asked Miss Bowling and Mr. Smith to think about an item. So uh, Miss uh, Bowling, what'd you bring? I brought a Polaroid picture. And if my kids are watching this, I'm sure they're going to love this. This was taken the first couple months of school. I kept a Polaroid camera in my room and, you know, if there was a couple extra minutes before the bell, I would let them take one picture film is expensive so I'm like (laughs) okay you get one pic you get one picture a month and so this was one of the pictures it's a class picture of them I'll hold it in front of the mic so you can see it but it's pretty great and it just makes me happy every time I look at it because you know not to go too much in depth but teaching was not my first choice as a career and I am thankful every day that I'm here Um, some days are obviously harder than others but I always tell people that this is the best job in the world and it gives and gives and gives and gives. It also takes, but it gives more. And so shout out to my students. If you're watching, (laughs) you're amazing. And I love you guys. And yeah, you make every day. Great. So, well, I I know that they would say the same thing about you. So we're very blessed to have you. So Mr. Smith. Uh, Yes. In your, in your, uh, what is it? Two, we're on three months, maybe coming up on three months. What's your contribution to this set? Um, so I brought a medal. Um, I know there's a lot of winning tradition here in the short time this school has been together, uh, especially in track and field Mm -hmm. and cross country. Um, for, uh, you all that don't know, I am a, I am a track coach. Uh, I've been coaching for over 23 years. Um, I'm really thankful for a lot of people that, um, 
that's made me the man I am today. And track and cross country has done that for me. Um, I met a lot of good um, families, friends. Uh, it keeps me young. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, two people that uh, really influential for me was um, a teacher named Max Ann Newby. Uh, she started, uh, started me out running and um, kind of started to love, uh, find a love for running. So uh, she's the big part of, of, of why I started running. So um, went to uh, coach at uh, Louisville Mill High School, had a cross-country team, girls team, uh, that nobody talked about. Uh, they didn't, they wasn't uh, the top team in the state of Kentucky at the beginning of the year. I think they were ranked like 33rd in the state of Kentucky uh, starting out the season. Um, so we just kept trying to knock down that wall. They got better and better as time went on. Uh, coming into the state meet, we were actually uh, runners. Uh, we were actually regional champions uh, by like three or four points. Uh, so going into the state meet, uh, they had this newspaper article and they started naming all of these kids and 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 teams and and they said uh, and in the hunt could be Mill High School. So they kind of my girls kind of took that as a wow y'all not even mentioning us. We're regional champions too. So um, so we ran the race. Um, I was actually helping with the boys team. So once my girls got done running, mm -hmm. I had to run and help get the boys set up. So I had a friend of mine who was the, um, one of the officials. She comes rolling over to me. And she was like, y'all were runner up. And I was like, no, he wasn't. No way. She's like, yes, y'all were runners up today. Mm -hmm. So, um, that team overcame so much. Uh, and I, I tell people all the time, you don't have to always win a championship to do great things. Uh, these girls accomplished so much. This is by far the favorite, favorite medal I've ever uh, earned as a head coach, more than my championships, you know, uh, because these girls were not known. Mm -hmm. They had to work for it, uh, and they did all the right things uh, to do that. So I want to bring that here uh, to Holy Cross. Uh, I want to bring championships here, uh, and I want to help kids grow. Um, and even if it's, you know, on the track and off the track, or the cross-country field, I want to help them grow. So awesome. Thanks. Yes. Well, well, we'll put those items on and, and add you all to the set, and I appreciate you so much being here on our podcast. Now, we're going to do a little switch, so we're going to keep our same topic. We're going to bring two students in, so um, I'm going to let them get switched out, and as they're doing that, I'm going to uh, go ahead and tee them up. Go ahead, because you go ahead because the camera's <laughs> just on me right now, um, and we're going to do a little switch here. We have two students. We have a freshman uh, Taylor Wright is here with us and a sophomore, Peyton Gant. And um, both of these students have been actively um, a part of the cultural understanding curriculum Miss Bolding talked about. And so we're going to get a little bit of their perspective. But first, I'm going to let them um, introduce themselves. Let's start with Taylor since Taylor's got her headset on. Taylor, welcome to Crosstalk. Thank you. You're a freshman. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your time here at Holy Cross so far. Okay, so I do field hockey track and basketball and i chose holy cross because all of my brothers have went here okay so, and you're from saint andrew yep okay awesome and then we have sophomore peyton gant introduce yourself a little bit um i'm peyton gant i'm a sophomore i do football track uh, i came from saint andrew same as taylor and i've had a whole lot of family come through holy cross and that's one of the main reasons i chose it yeah 
So, yeah, I taught your dad, too. It's yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. So um, we are talking about, obviously, um, our whole effort at Holy Cross about diversity, equity, and inclusion. And you all have been a part of this um, cultural understanding curriculum. Peyton, this is for you. You kind of had a little bit of things last year as a freshman and now as a sophomore. So when you think about the curriculum that we're trying to get you guys to engage in, is there a particular lesson or an activity or a takeaway that you can think of that um, has really made an impact on you? Yeah, so the past couple of weeks we've been learning about in sophomore stream something called the Mill Creek Project. It's a watershed down here in South Louisville over like in the Shively area. And we learned that it's more neglected than most other parts. And because there's a major uh, minority group. And today we went on a field trip down there to see because we looked at pitches and all that on the presentation last week, and we had work to do on it. But then when you actually see it in person, it's like, how can you let this happen? And you can't just choose one place and then ignore another one. And that's one of the main takeaways that I had from today, because actually looking at it just was terrible. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, for a lot of our students, they don't realize that we live in an area that has a lot of disparity when it comes to resources. And a lot of it's because of socioeconomic status, um, the the minority population that we that ha- we have here in Shively. Shively is actually a minority majority zip code that we're in. And, you know, really understanding that is important. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that from you. You know, the other thing that we, t- we talked about a little bit today is the using February as a time for celebrating black history. And, um, you know, one of the things that, that I loved to hear from Ms. Bowling is that the students really came up with the ideas for this month. So, Taylor, can you talk a little bit about, like, what, what's the thing that you are the most excited about with Black History Month? Either we've already done or we're getting ready to do because we still are in February. The thing I was most excited about was when in the talent show, like, my freshman class in Miss Wilson is my English teacher. And we were, like, talking about Black History Month in our class. And in the talent show, we did a segment about it. And in English class, we're doing poems. And one of the poets we're learning about is Langston Hughes. And he's, like, a really important poet in, like, Black History Month. Yeah. I, I thought that was amazing at the talent show, seeing all you all up there. It just is something that really wasn't planned. And then, like, the week of, you all were doing a class, and let's let the whole school see it. So you all did a great job, with, especially for freshmen, to have to stand up there and do that in front of the whole class. So each week in Crosstalk, we um, take questions from people. If you're watching and you would like to send a question, we'd love to have it. And I'll tell you who's our next guest in just a minute. Um, But this week, we have a question uh, regarding um, thinking about what's next for Holy Cross in this area. So the question is, Holy Cross is doing many things in the area of diversity, equity, inclusion, and students are getting involved. But what things do we continue to need to do to grow, to add to get better in this area. So Peyton, what would you say, how would you answer that question? Um, I feel like we do overall like a great job of it. Like I see everybody hanging out with everybody. Everybody likes each other here. I don't really see that many people like arguing and all that. Like everybody in class, like you, everybody knows each other here. And that's what's so great about it is that even though we only maybe have like 80 kids in a class, that's that splits up between like 15 to 20 kids per classroom so you'll get to know each other and become like lifelong friends and we also have like a lot of clubs and all that so more kids get to meet other kids who maybe not be in their class and they can become friends like upperclassmen underclassmen to just keep going on and all that so okay 
Tyler, what's something that you think we might want to consider doing or? I think we should make a friendship club because we already have clubs, but I feel like a friendship club would help like our Holy Cross community get even closer and make more friendships within each other. Okay. Well, cool. Well, and, and when you all work on the diversity, equity, inclusion student group, you all kind of start talking about uh, doing some th- some of those things. Um, so next week, next week on Crosstalk, we have two members of the Bishop David Alumni Association, uh, Kevin Brever, who's class of 1969, and Marty Ryan, who's class of Bishop David, class of 1984, will join us. So if you have a question for those guys of the Bishop David Alumni Association, or maybe their time here at Bishop David, we'd love to hear it. Remember that you can submit a question uh, at HC Crosstalk um, on Facebook, Instagram, X, or on the Holy Cross YouTube channel. If you're watching us on YouTube, just put it there in the comments, and we'll pull your question for next week. So we have already got an item from Miss Bowling and Mr. Smith, but before you all leave, we want to hear a little bit about what you brought to add to the set and why that's a connection for you. Taylor, you want to start with this one? Okay, so I chose this ofrenda that I did in my Spanish class because I feel like this project like brought me closer to like the kids in my class and it kind of made me feel like welcomed in my Spanish class. Like, I don't know, like I got more friends from it. Yeah, so t- tell the audience who doesn't know what an ofrenda is. What is an ofrenda? So basically it is, um, you can pick like a loved one in your family or just like even a celebrity you like. So this is John Madden, and he died. So I made a friend about him, and he's, like, really famous in, like, the football community, and he made Madden. So basically, you just do it on a loved one. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I love what you said about it. It helps you grow closer because for some of your classmates, this was really personal to them because it was a loved one that had died. And sharing those stories is really personal. So I love how you recognize it really kind of brings everybody together when you share those stories. So Peyton, what is the the item that you've brought? Oh, we got another medal. Yeah. So um, (laughs) last year I ran track and I know it's not the best finish, but I finished sixth place in the 200 meter, but uh, it meant a lot to me because I didn't start running track till eighth grade year because lad came to me and said, saw me at St. Andrews one day. And said, you look like you'd be fast. So I figured, <laughs> why not? And I ended up going to City. That was one of the only meets I ran in. I finished pretty good. And then he encouraged me to do it my freshman year. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I just want to stick to playing like my regular sports. Just going home after school, playing video games, just doing whatever. But as I started training more and more, I realized, hey, this can be something I can be good at. And uh, I ended up finishing sixth. And I feel like that was good for me because – I was at the freshman at the time, and I looked and who all fishing for me. It's like juniors and seniors. I'm like, if I'm finishing six as a freshman in my region, that's got to be something. So. Yeah, yeah. So we expect big things yeah. as a sophomore. I know you just had an injury, so I know yeah. you're coming off of an injury, and hopefully we'll see you out there on the track soon. Well, thanks for you for you all being here today. I know sometimes as a student it's it's a little nerve wracking, but we appreciate it. Um, and the next episode of Crosstalk. We will talk to Bishop David Alumni Association members, so send us a question. Remember that you can follow all things Holy Cross on Crosstalk on Facebook, Instagram, X, and the YouTube channel. You can also listen to the Crosstalk if you don't want to watch us and you just want to listen to us. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Samsung, and Podchaser. So all the places that you listen to podcasts, Crosstalk is there. So thanks so much for our guests, Ms. Bowling, Mr. Smith. 
Taylor, Peyton. Uh, I know this was a, a, a kind of a bring back uh, episode, but we'll be back next week and we hope you join us. Thanks for being here.